Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about a recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for joining us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you, Jen. We did have a very full meeting, uh, our most recent board meeting. We had two public hearings, two work session items, and several items of new business. And we put a couple of hours in with the board on uh, this past Monday evening. It was a it was a full night. I know we've talked a lot recently about the fiscal year 2023 budget. So I just want to quickly uh, give an update on that because we didn't actually specifically talk about the budget at the March 28th meeting. Um, so there was a special meeting, though, on March 21st, and the board approved an advertised budget of $220.4 million in a tax rate of 89 cents, which is exactly what you proposed uh, for the FY 2023 budget and tax rate um, earlier this year. And at this point, the next step with the budget process is a public hearing, and that's scheduled for Thursday, April 7th, next Thursday. Um, uh, for us, <laughs> I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, coming up very soon. Uh, and to learn more about the budget, you can always visit www.motva.com. So I just wanted to plug that, that we've been talking about that so consistently. Just give a quick update. Absolutely. Well, we always encourage folks to take a look at the website because we do have our budget information out there. And while we did discuss uh, funding at the board meeting on March 28th, it wasn't specific to the fiscal year 23 operating budget, the 220.4 million budget. Uh, instead, at the meeting, we discussed the county's proposed capital improvement program, and we received an update from the county's uh, financial advisors on the, count the county's financial condition and debt capacity. Uh, Courtney Rogers, uh, who has worked with the county for many years from Davenport and Company, uh, came in and uh, gave us what I thought was some good news about uh, our, our uh, debt capacity as well as our financial position and um, uh, answered a lot of questions from the board. So I know that, as you said, over the years, we, we've heard quite a bit from Mr. Rogers and Davenport and Company, uh, typically hear from them on a regular basis. However, hearing a formal presentation on the capital improvement program is a new thing. Is that right? That is correct. We typically... Uh, receive updates from uh, the folks at Davenport regarding the county's financial uh, condition and debt capacity. Uh, we usually hear that a couple of times a year just as an update. Um, but as for the capital improvement program, even though we've had an informal program for a number of years, uh, what we've done in the past is needs have arisen. We present them to the board and fund the capital projects as, as we're able We've very for excuse me. We've never really done a formal five-year adopted policy as we're attempting to do this year. Um, some folks may say, "Well, how have you gotten capital projects done?" Well, since I've been here in 2009, we've funded and completed over 20 capital projects, which included four new schools, a courthouse, a fire station, uh, the animal care and adoption center, the purchase of an additional. 100 acres for expansion at Falling Branch Corporate Park. We've renovated five other schools, uh, and we've renovated and repurposed uh, seven other school facilities, as well as the former courthouse and former fire station. So we've uh, we've been quite, we've been a little bit busy. Uh, 
if you ever come into my office, you'll see the row of shovels that I have from the groundbreaking since I've been here. It's, it's a, it's a career it's a collection. Yeah. It's a career's worth of uh, shovels for sure. Um, but what we wanted to do is we've talked many times about focusing on the future and really preparing ourselves uh, going forward. Uh, we have a growing list of other capital projects, and we need to make sure we're planning for them and receiving direction and support from the board as we move those projects forward. Uh, as I said, what was presented to the board at their March 28th meeting uh, was a draft capital improvement program, or CIP as we call it. Uh, it, was a, it is a summary of the projects that county staff has identified as capital needs over the next five years. It wasn't just staff, however. We've talked about a number of these projects with the board on multiple occasions. Uh, so this was just an opportunity to put all those projects together and begin to prioritize and determine a funding mechanism uh, for these large-scale capital improvement projects. Um, the program includes significant upgrades to a number of county facilities uh, and also considers the addition of a couple of new uh, infrastructure needs and county facilities. So it's, it's meant to be as comprehensive as it can be, but it's also subject to a lot more discussion with the board. So at the March 28th meeting, I know that you and, and the staff provided the board, uh, it was, looked like it was about 10 capital projects that meet the criteria that you outlined for the CIP. And that criteria included having a um, useful life of five or more years, and it has to cost at least $50,000. And so the range of projects that you presented were that in the proposed CIP were vast in terms of, you know, some had a smaller amount <laughs> to complete the project, and some had a more significant amount, and, uh, which is why it's so important that the board discusses it and figures out a priority so that we know how to move forward. But some of those projects included um, green space and storage off of Santa Barbara Road, renovations to several buildings, and um, you know work to be completed with, I believe, both parks that are under construction right now, Auburn Park and Creed Builds, and then to complete some projects at phase two of falling branch corporate park. So it was just a lot of things, even included improvements in the, the building, the government center building, which was repurposed, um, gosh, about 20 years ago now. It was an old factory here in our community, the Imperial Reading factory. So this building needs a little bit of extra love. Now it's a little old and we've used it a lot. And we're really, we love the character that it has. So I don't think it involves taking away any character. It just involves making sure that we can still um, live in it for a little bit longer. Absolutely. You, you, you pretty much nailed it on the, some of the projects that we are going to be talking about. And I just want to reiterate again, the, the whole purpose of this exercise of putting together a CIP is to uh, focus on the future, uh, do a better job of planning, especially when it comes to addressing how we fund those projects and plans. Uh, and it's just an opportunity for the board to really coalesce around a lot of the projects that we've discussed. Um, the CIP budget does not have to be adopted at the same time as the operating budget. So I think that's important to note as well as even though we hope that the board will vote on the uh, budget and tax rate, 
on April 18th. That's the special meeting we have scheduled for that. The CIP does not have to be adopted at that same time. Matter of fact, the CIP can the CIP can technically be adopted at any time during the year. But we always uh, we're going to start trying to tie that with the operating budget, and hopefully we'll have it by uh, the end of June for adoption. Well, another item that was discussed at the March 28th meeting was um, that of school bonds for planned school capital projects. So that took a little bit of time as well. Lots of discussion surrounding that. It did. It did. Not a little bit. It took quite a bit of time uh, at the March 28th meeting. Uh, We did have a public hearing, uh, which no one spoke at the public hearing. However, during the work session, there was a great amount of debate about how much the county felt comfortable with borrowing related to projects uh, for Montgomery County Public Schools. The schools, the school board had requested uh, the county consider borrowing a maximum of $100 million. Uh, $85 million of that was to go to the Christiansburg High School expansion renovation project. $15 million of that was to go to uh, currently undetermined projects in the Blacksburg Strand. Now, there was a lot of discussion last night. Uh, Tommy Krantz, the assistant superintendent, uh, came forward and helped uh, the board understand where that $15 million in the Blacksburg Strand may be spent. Um, there was, I believe, some concern with board members that even though they knew it would be used in the Blacksburg Strand, there weren't uh, specific projects that had been identified and, and spelled out. So after after a lot of discussion, uh, the board agreed to uh, approve $90 million of borrowing. Uh, and their rationale was $85 million for Christiansburg High School and $5 million as a contingency amount that could also be used for Christiansburg High School if needed. If not needed, that five million will go towards uh, future uh, other MCPS capital projects. The plan is to uh, get the bonds sold uh, by the middle of April, which a couple of weeks ago sounded a long ways away, but that's like week after next. <laughs> uh, it's coming up quickly, and hopefully, we'll close on that bond sale by the end of April, and we'll have the funds available to get started. Uh, right away on Christiansburg High School. Now, I know there are many, I heard that over and over again, uh, our board members have been so excited to move forward with the renovations for Christiansburg High School. So the school bonds uh, covers one of the public hearings and we're all excited that that moved forward. But the other one was related to a special use permit. It was, that was another item of, uh, we had a public hearing on that. Um, and this is a project um, with Indigo Road Investments in South Walton Road near Radford Road. Uh, this project had actually been before the board a year or two ago for uh, a special use permit, which was approved. Last night, they were back before the board uh, to discuss an amendment and uh, another SUP. Uh, the project has been reviewed and approved by the Planning Commission. Um, however, yeah. It still required a public hearing and a vote by the board. Uh, There were a couple of uh, citizens who spoke with concerns about this project at the the March 28th meeting. 
And so the board did what they typically do when they have a public, if they have a public hearing and no one speaks, uh, they generally move forward under new business and take an action uh, based on the recommendations of staff and the planning commission. However, if they have uh, folks that speak at the public hearing, especially if those folks express concern, uh, the board usually defers a decision to a later meeting on that item. And that's what they did at the March 28th meeting. They tabled uh, any action on this request to the April 11th Board of Supervisors meeting. Well, thank you again for taking the time to share some of the high dollar highlights from the recent Board of Supervisors meeting, as well as some of the other items of business that the board addressed uh, to see this meeting in its entirety, including the items that we didn't get a chance to discuss today, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Montgomery County. And to learn more about Montgomery, Montgomery County, um, please visit montva.com. Thanks so much. I hope everyone has a great day. You too. Thanks.